Hello there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. We are discussing the uh, hydrodynamicy of chickens, uh, and and those chickens on performance-enhancing drugs. It turns out if you had to grade them on a curve of how hydrodynamic they are, they're pretty foul. Oh, nope. Wow. Back in the box. Huh. They can swim safely in shallow water for a short length of time while supervised. Yes. Um, oh, while supervised? Okay. Yeah. Wait, is that just everything? As long as, long <laughs> as they have lifeguards, they're fine, <laughs> is what you're saying. They, they can serve as a boat, temporarily. <laughs> well, it's just like, like, they're not made of lead. <laughs> That's what we just said, okay? <laughs> Being waterproof is not the most important part of a boat. <laughs> Being buoyant is... Mm. Let me be on the record for that. <laughs> well, I feel like one's contingent on the other. Though apparently you can boil tea in a brown paper bag over a fire. So Yeah. Okay, then. I boiled water in a paper cup. It was weird. Yeah. Like, you actually evaporate the stuff that, like, works its way through, and, yeah, it won't light on fire, and, supposedly. Anyway. Hmm. That's your weird random fact for today. Feel educated. Great. Spoken like someone who's never set water on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we are uh, continuing our adventures in uh, the Palladium universe. And uh, last time, uh, we rescued the urchins from a really bad situation. And this time we're going to be rejoining the main crew, I think. Um, kind of talking about what's been going on in the meantime and seeing how Gaston reacts to being thrown in the deep end of all this nonsense, I think. So, um, we got the kids out. They're all no worse for the wear. A little bit of psychological damage, maybe. Uh, and cut to black. Now, the last time we left Gaston, as I recall... He was fitting in with some locals on the docks of an evening, is that correct? Um, getting, just, yes, just, uh, I think socializing a little bit. People, people, get, people watching. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Do you remember the last thing that happened? Um, you described some ominous eyes in an alley. Yes. Some glowing green eyes watching the scene, largely, and potentially Gaston specifically, uh, as he hung out near some, some locals who were playing accordion and dancing and generally merrymaking at the end of the day. Uh, you were not here for last session, so what those green eyes were has not been revealed yet. Okay. Everyone else has. So, you hear, Gaston. Yes. The sound of men, a man screaming from that alley as the sun is going down on the docks. Otherwise, an idyllic scene. Not a scream I can place specifically, but. No. A scream, well, you can, uh, in terms of location or. I, I, I mean, like, it's not like, oh, I know that. I know who's screaming. Not like. Yeah, no. Okay, okay. 
I mean, not that. No. Not that that doesn't mean I'm not going to go investigate, but. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I I just wanted to make sure if it was like, oh shit, it's somebody I'm I know the name of who's in trouble, or it's just oh somebody's in trouble. No, it's my impression you know that many people. Here, am I wrong? Uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm getting around, but I don't know that many people yet. Um. All right, so yeah, I hear the scream. I guess I'm gonna try and like investigate, but I'm not gonna like insert myself immediately, like stepping around into the. I, I I'm gonna peek around first, real quick. Um, okay. If only because uh, I know that there are. Uh, you know, I've with between the urchins and the rest of the people and stuff, you know, there are groups now that I've been starting to get ins with where maybe they're involved somehow, you know, so I don't want to get, I don't want to step on people's toes necessarily. Okay. If this is, if this streaming is relating to something another group is doing, you don't want to be like, I mean, you know, somebody's yeah. screaming cause there's a living doll, for example. Fair. <laughs> Pure hypothetical pulled out of nowhere. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So at the screaming, uh, the the merrymaking stops, and uh, the, the the those gathered sort of gather together a little bit. Uh, not super worried at the moment, but you know, something's going down, and they want to be aware of it. Uh, as you make your way towards the further in the shore, towards this this alley where the stream came from, you can see that there is a uh, a man uh, dressed in the customs livery, the livery of one of these customs enforcers. Not like the 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 main guy, but like one of the soldier types that walks around with him, right? Uh, the beat cops of the of the dock, essentially. Okay. Oh, you're right. We never did introductions. Ah. Okay. In media res. <laughs> In media res. Introductions. David, go. All right. Yeah. Hi, uh, David. It's me. I'm playing guest on uh, he him pronouns for both me and my character. Thank you. Sweet. I'm Zach. Your GM. Uh, he him pronouns as well for me and some of the characters I play, but not all of them. Uh, we will enter Discord order? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Hi there, I'm Andrew Oway, he, him, uh, and Poppet is a doll. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Adam. Uh, I don't even know who I am today. Someone. <laughs> I'm he, um, uh, I guess I'm Elamir today. That works. Sure. Yep. Okay. Great day. Hi, I'm Jonathan. He, him, for me. Uh, I will be playing Fick Unterschlung, which is Zach's fault, uh, who is a troll or a granny, and their pronouns are all over the place. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike J. Erickson Bernard. I am playing Doc, air quotes, Dr. Edwin Armstrong, uh, who is not a real doctor um, and may no longer be a child. Yeah, that'll be interesting to figure out where we're at with that. Uh, you definitely stopped being a child, I thought. Yeah, 
you did like the Doctor Who regeneration thing or blinked out or whatever whatever it is you do. It was it was just time that to put away childish things. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Also I uh I stressed out, so I've got a brand new trauma. Yes. Little XP triggers. Love them. <laughs> okay. Uh so yeah, back to the action here. Uh Gaston, the there's a there's a customs enforcer or at least most of a customs enforcer uh, on the ground in this alleyway, uh, very, very dead. Okay. Very, very dead. Um, mauled almost beyond recognition. If you if you if if you weren't like very familiar with their their livery, you probably wouldn't recognize the uniform. Um, and he is conspicuously missing his left arm from about the shoulder down. Okay. And I I don't see what has rendered him such? There's nothing obvious here right now that did that, no. If you would like to if you would like to examine things further, feel free. Yeah, I think like peeking around the corner, seeing this uh scene that you've painted and that it's whatever did that is not there then i think gaston will like you know step out more and then walk into the alley sort of looking like looking around like maybe up you know like didn't climb on the walls Mm -hmm. or something right you know okay and then maybe go over and inspect uh what's what's left of this poor sap yeah sure uh it sounds like you are surveying okay so get Give me a survey. Uh, we're gonna call it risky. Okay. Risky standard. Cool. Risky standard. Hey, guess guess who doesn't have any points in yes. survey? I mean, I'll take other. Pi- I mean, I'll take other pictures if you got yeah. them. Yeah. Roll it. All right. Uh, there you go. So, so I lowest results a two. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, a two uh, is uh, a failure. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a failure. Yeah. So here's uh, I'm going to offer you a choice. Okay. Either you are in immediate danger, like a desperate position, like whatever did that still here? Okay. Right. Or um, or you are in longer term like not existential but like social and legal danger as in somebody's about to show up that really has a lot of questions for you specifically mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take the monster please <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe that's how this was going <laughs> so uh yeah as you're examining this person, uh, your powers or your abilities, right? They they're they're mostly just they're luck based, right? Just sort of happenstance puts you in the right place, and then things go your way, essentially. Sure, yeah, it's causality. Okay. However, you want to think about it. Um, as you are examining this scene, I'm imagining there's a shot of you very carefully looking around and very wisely looking up at the the 
at the skyline around to try to figure out where something that did this might have gone if it's not immediately in evidence. Yeah. Uh, and there's a shot of you like looking at the the eaves of the alley one direction while above you <laughs> sort of framed in silhouette by the the fading sunset behind you are is a giant mass with those two same green eyes oh it's like moving Staring. around like directly opposite how i'm looking directly opposite you to avoid cool. being love to help you frame a scene <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, and, and you're saying a mass, so like the audience doesn't have a good idea of number of limbs or shape or anything yet, even? Well, so that depends on if they listen to our last episode. Oh, fair okay. enough. I haven't, so. <laughs> so. Speaking of our last episode, does it still have two glowing green eyes? Oh, you're right. No, there's only one glowing green eye. Oh, interesting. Okay. I totally forgot about that. Oh, shadowing? Injury. The other one, the other one I remembered, but not that one. Yeah. I see what you did there. Oh, no. Yes, that's the other thing you know is this this thing was specifically torn up in the, like, face, and one, and its left, his left arm was missing. Uh, the, there's shouting from the docks where you came. Uh, very loud and panicked shouting. Yeah. Um, and then you can hear the sound of a bunch of people running, basically, and, and streaming away from where they are. And this is a fairly well-populated area this time of night. There's a bunch of, sure. well, a good number of taverns and, and, and inns and things like that right here on the docks right. for visitors. So it's, there, there are a lot of people here, or a good number of people out on these docks, and they are sort of there's that sound of like a wave of panic oh yeah sort of moving away from you yeah it's it's moving away back. but it's also still increasing in volume as more people get caught up in it yes yes sure so what are you doing um well so I assume whatever I'm going to be doing now is in a desperate situation, even though Gaston isn't aware of it. Yes. Um, well, okay, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you. If it could be desperate for you or it could be desperate for somebody else. Okay. Um, I mean, I think, I think Gaston having not seen the thing, around is going to like check the body real quick to see if there's like any identification or like you know why was if there's any sort of stuff about like hey maybe why was this person attacked that sort of thing okay. and okay. and then um, he was going to try and seek out some of the other uh um crew to sort of see okay. if they know anything about monster attacks going around okay okay um while you are checking so you don't the, these guys obviously they carry i don't even know if all of these like customs enforcers can read properly right so uh he's got like his customs enforcement badge 
He's got uh, his sword. Like, he wasn't looted, obviously, in, in, from what you can tell. Okay. Um, but individual identification is going to be kind of hard, given the current state of him. It's going to come down to who didn't show back up after... Okay. Well, I mean, him after... not not seeming like he was picked over or whatever, That that's still... That's still useful information as far as I'm concerned. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's at that point that a tile drops off the roof behind you. Okay. And smashes to the ground. And you can hear a snarl emanate from the, the eave of the rooftop directly behind you. Okay. I'm going to give you a second to tell me what you do. And then I'm going to mess you up real bad. So, I'm not gonna turn around because <laughs> that's. I love the fact that Gaston knows horror movie rules. <laughs> yeah, like that's. I'm not gonna turn around. What I'm gonna do <laughs> is I'm gonna I'm gonna bed down like I'm still investigating the guy's this this person's body. Mm-hmm. And then what I'm gonna do is, like, pick up the body and toss it over my shoulder to like intercept whatever is gonna be trying to jump on me, and then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> ah! Like, okay. like a like a no look intercept pass with the body. Okay. <laughs> and just run. Like. Like a no-look German suplex, and then bolting down the alleyway. Okay. Um, I'm honestly at a loss uh, for what that gets gets characterized. Yes, the people scapegoat. Yes. Um, give me give me a desperate skirmish, because. Okay. That's where you are, unless you have some other op- idea for what you're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, finesse doesn't work because it's not subtle. <laughs> no. Um, finesse, you have to aim. Yeah. Um, Bottom line. Yeah. Wreck or prowl? I would accept either of those options as well. Yeah, Wreck okay. Or prowl. I mean, you, you proposed uh, skirmish. I mean, sure. So, um... I mean, or wreck is the, yeah. I'll 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 roll wreck. I mean, I've got a point in wreck or skirmish. I like wreck a little more. Like it's just create distractions and chaos. You know, I'm I'm. Yeah. Let Let's yeah. say you know after I toss the body over me, then you know I'm doing the classic thing of you know knocking over trash cans or barrels or whatever behind me. Okay. Yeah. So um, so I I assume it's desperate now. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. I get to mark a a point in prowess then. Desperate. I have one die. Um, okay. Mm. Oof. Okay. Mm. Okay. So you, you bend down to pick this guy up, and you, what? Just like as you stand, you're you're sort of using your your large back muscles to heave him backwards over the top of you. Yeah, like, I think what I was doing was, like, bending down and then grabbing, like, one hand, like, around the shoulder and neck, and then one hand around, like, you know, the lower leg to, like, do a a full toss over 
head, you know, behind me. Okay. Okay. You know. Yeah. But. All right. You do that. Um, and it's dark back here. Uh, but the sound that you hear is a rasping, like, snarl that very quickly climbs to like an approximation of that like I'm doing violence now noise that dogs make sometimes, right? Okay. Um and the smell is terrible. And this whatever this is powers straight through the body you've thrown at it and smashes into the back of you and essentially pins you against the wall. You're going to take, uh, I've been calling it three harm. It hasn't actually toothed you yet. So we're going to call this two harm and you're stuck. You're stuck there. Uh, as it smashes you against one wall of the alley, you still haven't seen it yet. It's still behind you at this point. What sort of harm are you calling that? Um, <laughs> toyed with, I don't even know. Uh, can, can I resist the harm? You can resist any part of this you would like. Um, like, being pinned is one thing, but I don't want that level 2 harm. <laughs> Fair. Level 2 is not a small level of harm. Don't forget that you might have... I mean, I assume you have access to some sort of... Uh, some sort of armor as well. Um, I mean, not any special armor right now. Um, like everybody has some on their loadout. Yeah, everybody's got some armor on their load. Okay, it, it's like a general thing. Um, and like a lot of us don't revert use it as actual armor. I was gonna say, I forget how's how's regular armor work. Regular armor is just uh what uh two, two points, load for uh, yeah. reducing the severity of harm. Yep. No roll required. I'm I'm trying to find where in the book it says it's just been a moment it's also gm's discretion how much harm it negates okay. yeah like if it but seems like it, like it a could thing where well and like it's it... it's it's one of the explicit levers they call out for tone of a game mm -hmm. yeah. how easy it is to resist harm is a big factor and how yes. brutal <laughs> i i mean i guess bad. sure do how how if i if i did expend to uh, load for armor, how much how, would it reduce it to one? Would it protect me entirely? You know, get let me know, and I can. I think at this at this point, uh, under these circumstances, uh, I would say that right now it would reduce it. Would, it will prevent the harm between the lineup of your abilities, what this thing's trying to do, and the fact that I am but I'm ambushing you in the first scene of this thing without any sort of lead up. Uh, it will. Uh, yeah, it'll it'll take that two to zero if you use your armor. Okay, sure. I'll I'll use two load then on on uh, my armor. To so you're still at this point you're still pinned under the weight of this thing. Yeah, and it's heavy. It's strong. It smells terrible. Um, you're getting the idea that it's it feels like some kind of large animal. Yes. Uh, but the thing that you're not getting is there's no like huffing of exertion at all. There's no clear breathing noises coming from this thing that's pressed against your back. It's got one paw sort of like just slammed into your back 
and is holding you against the against the wall. Okay. Um, and it's we're still in this scene. You're not cutting away. <laughs> nope. Okay. Um... <laughs> I'm expecting you to be able to get out of this because you're a player character, and this is Blades in the Dark. Sure. Um. Yes. If that if that doesn't turn out to be the case, I've got backup plans. Those backup plans are an angry elf with a bow and arrow. <laughs> Just random arrow starts shooting. Took one of its eyes. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna push myself. Okay. Um, that's two stress, right? Yep. So uh, so I'm gonna push myself to affect the strings of fate around me to do one of the following: perform an action that relies on impossible luck or create the perfect opportunity for someone to act. You know, it, like usual, that's in addition to the regular bonuses for pushing yourself. Yeah. So yep. um, I think what I'm doing is I, uh, I'm i taking a, a switchblade out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. And I am, thro- I am, I am throwing it down on the ground such that it's going to bounce backwards and stab the thing in its good eye. Okay. Okay. Alright. Sure. Uh, yes. Uh, that sounds that sounds like a, an attempt at finesse to me. Like, I mean, that's obviously that's not, I'm not aiming for the eye, but that's what I'm I, I, I'm throwing it down with, you know, confidence in the the fates that be that this is going to do a do a good thing for me. Um, okay. It's desperate standard, I'm assuming. Uh, sure. Uh, yes. Like normally, I, I'm I'm going to take an extra die rather than increase the effect because <laughs> I really <laughs> want to get a good result on this. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's what I needed. <laughs> All right. So, so just to the action you actually took, just to make sure I understand before we start, like, success narration. Because that's a six. You earned it. Yeah. Uh, is you just, like, as, as pointed out in the chat, you just chucked this knife at the ground, trusting in whatever is the thing that keeps you alive to do the thing. Right. Yes, that it's it's gonna bounce back up and hit the creature such that it's gonna get its paw off me, so I can scramble away. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, here's what happens. You you chuck that knife at the ground. Um. And like, it bounces it, back into the air. I mean, this is this is part of the narration. I pull the knife out. It's a switchblade. It's not folded out. I throw it on the ground. It bounces up, <laughs> and the blade opens up in midair as it's flying back. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, then I'm going to do you one better here, okay? Okay. It bounces into the air, the blade opens up, and the blade lodges itself in the vent hatch. On a, in a vent hatch that's, like, right next, that's on this alleyway that you're standing in. Okay. Knocks it open, and uh, a gout of fire shoots out. <laughs> um, and you can hear, since you're pressed up against that wall, yeah. 
you can hear on the inside someone's uh, someone yelling at someone else in a dialect you only half understand about kitchen grease fire safety, right? And the thing around you or behind you that already smelled terrible and was a huge weight um, is now on fire and smells even worse. <laughs> um, it breaks contact with you. Uh, you can hear like pained, whimpering, angry noises uh, coming out of it. Do, it's do, they're not right. They're not healthy sounding angry noises. Right. Uh, <laughs> but you can hear the sound of several paws, like down the alley and then up and around, and you can see flames in the night headed over rooftops away from you and sort of towards the outskirts of the city. Great. Fantastic. Congratulations, you survived. Healthy-sounding angry noises, for reference, are the things that would come out of an actual dog that got set on fire, and they're not good noises. <laughs> but this is not that. So you're saying that they're organic, healthy-sounding noises? Yeah, that, that might be more... That might be more like what we're going for. I'm sure this thing has hydrocarbons in it. To put to put a <laughs> to put a to put a to put a fine point I on mean... it, they're the they're the noises that like a fully intact throat makes. I mean, on a being that's being harmed. Right? Andrew, there are definitely hydrocarbons in that thing, if only in its stomach. So yeah, uh, and see. So, uh, I think we got one out here. Let's talk to everybody else. Actually, the, all the people I'm sure are with the kids or thereabouts are here. So let's talk about that. After the rescue, what did we do with the kids? That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, or scottholmesmusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin Ciambietta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. Mm-hmm.